0: Welcome to episode twelve of Everything Sports with Aman. I'm your host Amanad Carney, and I talk about the hottest topics in sports over the course of the past week. And today, I talk about the NBA trade deadline, and Evan Garber will come on for MLB predictions, and then I'll talk about fantasy minute, and then NFL draft pick trades that went down today involving the Miami Dolphins, and then I'm gonna compare. Cristiano Ronaldo to Lionel Messi and see if they'll ever win a World Cup. And before we get into the rest of the episode, I have I have had a podcast website for a while. I've just never mentioned it. Like it's on my YouTube page, but now I'm making it public. My sports blog, I've created a sports blog, which you can find on there. And I'll make a blog every day about anything. And The latest news that happens, I'll make a blog about it. So right then and there, you'll see a blog on my website. That link will be in the description, and it is on my YouTube page if you click one of the links on the banner. That was a minute of just announcements. So Now, NBA trade deadline yesterday, we had Victor Oladipo going to the Miami Heat for Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek and a picks-off, yes, only those players were Victor Oladipo. We had the Orlando Magic literally tearing down their roster. We had a Ray John Rondo to the Clippers swap for Lou Williams. He is going back to the Atlanta Hawks. We got Norman Powell to the Blazers. and Kyle Lowry not being traded. And I do have George Hill to the 76ers. And came later. The, this came late in the trade deadline or later in the day yesterday, Victor Oladipo, we knew he was being traded. And the Rockets, I don't know what their management is doing, really. I don't know what they're doing. And I don't think you guys know what the Rockets management is doing. You could have gotten Duncan Robinson, Andre Godala, and Kendrick Nunn, or some players like that, but you settle for Avery, Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, at a pick swap just because you wanted Victor Oladipo to get out of Houston that badly. And that just makes no sense. So they essentially turned James Harden into seven draft picks. That was expected. And the players you get, Avery, Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and a pick swap. And I've, I mentioned this in my blog that I published yesterday. You essentially just turn James Harden into a bunch of average to less than average players. And you just let Harden do what he wants in Brooklyn. You could have gotten, this is what I said in the blog, this is what I was trying to say. You could have gotten Jalen Brown, Ben Simmons, or Tyler Harrow, like a great young player to build around but you didn't get any of them, people. I don't know what the Rockets are doing. Magic tearing down. Aaron Gordon requests a trade, but I was surprised with the Vucevic to the Bulls to open up the NBA trading for Thursday. Vucevic to the Bulls. It was Vucevic and, and Aminu for Wendell Carter and two first-round picks, I believe? Maybe another player, but... And then they proceeded to trade Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier. Evan Gordon went to the Denver Nuggets for a Gary Harris, RJ Hampton and, and some picks, I think. And Evan Fournier just got swapped to Brooklyn for two second round picks. So this clearly shows that the, that the, Magic are now in rebuild mode because they traded their three most popular and best players. And now they have Terrence Rock, I guess. It was Gary Harris, RJ Hampton and Denver's Protected 2025, first round pick. But essentially, you have Terrence Ross. I guess you have Markel Fultz to build around when he's healthy. Yeah, they're going to rebuild. Rondo for Lou Will. I like this because Lou Will was on the bench and Clippers finally got their point guard that they needed. Got Norman Powell to the Blazers. I feel like Blazers shouldn't have done this because Gary Trent is still pretty good and just as good as Norman Powell, to be honest and you give Gary Trent and Rodney Hood to the Blazers for Norman Powell. That's great. That's definitely great for the Raptors. Like they kept Kyle Lowry. Their season's not going as planned, but we'll see what happens. I think the the Raptors won that trade more than the Blazers. George Hill to the Sixers. This came after Kyle Lowry wasn't being, or this came before Kyle Lowry wasn't being traded. And George Hill, that, that's their point guard, I guess. How Lowry not being traded. We expect he threw up deuces to the camera thinking he'll be traded, but Ujiri electing to keep Lowry because he didn't get any enticing trade offers. And how Lowry is going to leave Toronto, so Toronto fans enjoy seeing the greatest Raptor of all time for the rest of the season because he is going to leave. And I know he's going to leave. And now it's the NBA trade deadline segment done, now Evan Garber is going to join for MLB predictions.
1: All right. So I'm just going to give you my predictions for this coming up MLB season. I'm so excited. Uh, for the AL East, I got the Yankees winning division. For the AL Central, I got the Minnesota Twins, only because we just got the news yesterday that Eloy Jimenez, will be out for five to six months.
0: That's
1: true. That's a big uh, Yeah. For the uh, AL West, I got the Houston Astros. And then for the NL side, got the NL East, got the Mets. The NL Central, we got the Cardinals. And then for the National League West, this will shock some of you, but I got the San Diego Padres winning division over the Los Angeles Dodgers. Well,
0: That's an interesting thing.
1: Yeah, I just, I personally just think that the Padres have so much heart on their team. They're they're just gonna fight so hard. And the Dodgers, they they just won the World Series, so they're just like riding high and they don't they don't <laughs> they just don't really care at this point, I guess. They just they think can't they're get good.
0: complacent with themselves. That's right. all they need to do because they are so stacked. Like when we talked about the Dodgers at that point, Justin Turner wasn't re And Yeah, and they, now re-signed they resigned him. <laughs> and got, like, the best pitcher. Yeah,
1: it's it's. And then now,
0: yeah. And now you got MLB awards predictions along with the season predictions.
1: Yeah, so for the AL Cy Young, I got to go with Garrett Cole. He had a pretty decent season last year, 2.84 ERA. He only got 14 homers and struck out 94 batters uh he he's just such a great pitcher and hopefully he can get a get another ring this year uh for the AL MVP I got Mike Trout I mean it's pretty obvious he's the Mike Trout <laughs> he's 100% the best player in baseball right now I mean he's already in the good conversation <laughs> it's crazy how good he is
0: he has that massive contract also like I remember he was yeah. the First player to get like some forty million or something, on crazy. Yeah, got, the, got the massive contract, or or at, something like
1: that. Yeah, at, at the time it wasn't it wasn't thought to be such a great contract, but like now he's playing at and it's MVP now level. That's a great and contract. Arguably the best player of all time. It's
0: like MVP year after year after year after year.
1: Now for the National League side, the NL Cy Young, I gotta go with Jacob Degrom. He's coming off an amazing season with a two point three ERA, only getting seven homers and struck out one hundred and four batters. That's crazy considering he's only sixty game season. And then for the MVP, since I had the since I had the Padres winning the NL West, I gotta go with Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, he's just such a great player. Only two years into uh, into the MLB, and he's looking so great already. It's absolutely insane what he can do. Yeah. And I I just think he leads the Padres to win the division. All right. And now for the playoffs, for the NL Card, Braves-Dodgers, I got the Los Angeles Dodgers win that one. For the NL wildcard, Rays-White Sox, I got the White Sox winning. For the NLDS-Dodgers-Padres, matchup we all want to see, I got the Padres winning at five. Then the Cardinals-Mets, I got to go with the Mets in four. And then now for the ALDS, we got the White Sox-Yankees. Should be a fun one. I got the Yankees winning that in three.
0: All the Yankees need to do is not choke because they have a great roster, but every time they just lose in the playoffs, and I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, I guess it's some sort of correction, I guess. I mean, they really do have a stack, such a stack team, but they can never put it, put it together. Yeah. And then for the other ALDS matchup, I got the Twins and the Astros. I got the Houston Astros winning that in four. And then for the NLCS for chance for uh to play in the World Series, I got the Padres and Mets and the Padres are winning that in six. Then for the for the ALCS, Yankees, White Sox, I got the White Sox heading to the World Series, Yankees choking once again <laughs> in seven games. And then for the World Series. Padres, White Sox. I got the San Diego Padres winning the World Series in six games over the Chicago White Sox.
0: Nice. So I'm guessing Tatis Jr. will be your MVP.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. He, I just, he's such a good player. I mean, I'm, I'm a Giants fan. So like just watching him against the Giants, it, it hurts so much. But like, it's also just amazing to, to see what he can do. His swing is just beautiful. Uh, his fielding is spectacular too he's just such a good all-around player and he's definitely going to win the MVP this season
0: yeah all right so with MLB predictions awards out of the way we're going to go into a fantasy minute where I talk about the best players you should add on your fantasy team and I have six this week because it was hard to choose. so without further ado Kelly Olynyk, power forward center. He's now on Houston Rockets, 48% rostered. He's a great shooting big man. Sadiq Bay, small forward Detroit, 37%. He's their one good player this season. Sean Tate, shooting guard for Houston, he's 24% rostered. He rebounds and plays hard, and that's what you need on a fantasy team down the stretch and if you need points. Moses Brown, center for Oklahoma City Thunder. He's been balling out lately, 33% rostered. Danny Green, shooting guard, small forward for Philadelphia, 32% rostered. He just had an amazing night against his former team, against the LA Lakers, even though he was about to be traded to the Warriors, which I wouldn't not have liked to see. My sixth player, because it was hard to choose, point guard, shooting guard for the Golden State Warriors, 33% rostered. Jordan Poole with Wanamaker gone to the Charlotte Hornets. Um... Poole and Mannion have been doing well. So Jordan Poole, pick him up if you want shooting and scoring and assisting on your fantasy team. So with Fantasy Minute out of the way, with Evan Garber, we're going to talk about these NFL draft pick trades that happened today. And so the trades that happened, the Dolphins are obviously sending their number three pick to the San Francisco 49ers and the 49ers are giving their number 12 pick a first and third round pick in 2022 and a first round pick in 2023. And then right after that, Miami is sending that number 12 pick and number 123 pick and their 2022 first round pick to the Eagles in exchange for the number six and number 156 pick in this year's draft. And so Evan, is a Niners fan and now that the Niners have thought the third pick, we can get a Niners fan's perspective about what went on today. I'm honestly so excited. Uh, I,
1: I've been really high on Justin Fields this whole time. I really think he's, he, he can be really great in the NFL despite all people saying that he's not that good. Um, I really hope the Niners take him here at number three now But it's interesting to see because, like, you hear all this talk about, oh, the Niners are taking their quarterback, for sure. But they keep saying they want to keep Jimmy Giroppolo. And, you know, in all the mock drafts before uh, this trade, you saw Penny Sewell going to the Dolphins. And offensive line is definitely something that the Niners need help with. So maybe you actually see the Niners taking Penny Sewell here.
0: They're going to get a great offensive line if they get Sewell. They'll have Sewell, Trent Williams, and Mike McGlinchey the great offensive line. But as you said, as a Niners fan, would you rather have the Niners drafting Justin Fields or quarterback or sticking with Jimmy G and drafting an offensive lineman?
1: I I 100% really want them to take Justin Fields here. Uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, Jimmy G, he's sorry he's been injured a lot, but I just don't think he's that great of a quarterback. I mean, he's, he's not really that mobile. And I mean, you see it because you see the offensive line is not very good. But like when he gets pressured, he, he, he never can he never escape the pocket and he's always getting sacked so many times. And I remember I think in he like, just got late
0: game him. situations, you could see him start panicking in the pocket. Like you could visibly right. just see him. And in the Super right. Bowl, he overthrew Emmanuel Sanders and that could have changed the game and Patrick Mahomes leading that epic comeback. But, exactly.
1: That's, that's why Justin Fields is such a good quarterback. I mean, he he can get he's gonna pressure. He, he uh he showed that in the Coastal Playoff this year.
0: And Jimmy Garoppolo will throw a deep ball here and there. And I think that's why they drafted Debo Samuel over DK Metcalf. Samuel, I guess, is faster. Like great for the jet sweeps and all that because that's the Shanahan offense. But I've been saying like Jimmy Garoppolo was. That, that was a great trade for the Niners. Regardless, they got gifted a quarterback by the New England Patriots. But yeah, let's yeah. see what route the 49ers do. And Evan obviously can't speak for all Niners fans, but in his opinion, he says that they should go with a quarterback instead of an offensive lineman. But if they want wide receiver depth, like their three receivers could be, I don't know, like, Devonte Smith, maybe. I know I'm forgetting like the best receiver available, but Jamar if they Chase. they want to go, go for – what would you say? Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase is who I'm forgetting. They could go him, but let's see. I think they'll draft an offensive lineman, which is why they traded up. If they say that they're not going to keep – or if they keep saying they're going to keep Jimmy G, then – If they want a backup quarterback, just Alex Smith or something. But we'll see what happens. Evan, thanks for coming on episode 12.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. All
0: right. Now we go on to Cristiano Ronaldo versus Lionel Messi and the respective countries that they play for. Ronaldo has won the Euro 2016 with Portugal, and he got hurt that game. That was. Either was the name in, in extra time he scored. That was, that was insane. I was watching that whole game and I'm like, shoot, Portugal's going to lose with Ronaldo going out. And they got injured twice, clearly couldn't play. And then Either just sends an absolute screamer towards goal and, and went in. And that's how Ronaldo won his one award with the country. And Messi. Messi and Ronaldo, not Messi and Ronaldo, Messi and Argentina just keep falling short time and time and again. Like in the 2014 World Cup, that was his biggest chance. And Mario got the German legend with that shot. A substitute comes in and scores. And then in 2018, Kylian Abappe, man, he burst onto that scene against Argentina and Argentina has great players like Dybala Iguain was there Messi obviously you have Di Maria these aren't like bad players you have Sergio Aguero he was a sub against France and he scored that header why was he a sub there was no point in him being a sub so like I didn't get that They lost to France by one, and then Messi's not been doing well with this country. I feel like near this upcoming 2022 World Cup, assuming they qualify, this is Messi's last chance for sure to win a FIFA World Cup. And if we're just talking about FIFA World Cups, I feel like Ronaldo has a better chance at winning because now Bruno Fernandes has just exploded into this great player, and them on Portugal. That's a great team. And Messi played play Dybala, play, play Aguero more. I think that's their issue. they play Aguero more, than they might actually win a FIFA World Cup. That's how much a difference Sergio Aguero made. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 12 of Everything Sports with Delman. Go check out my new blog up on my website in the description. And Tune in to weekend wrap-up this Monday. I haven't done it the past two weeks. I was out and then I had that live stream. So tune in to weekend wrap-up and next week for episode 13.